we are back to another special edition podcast. I am your host, Dave Quiones, and I am here with the Deputy Assistant Secretary, Mr. Saunders. Mr. Saunders, it's great to be back with you doing this. How are you doing today? Good morning, Dave. It's great to be with you again. Really appreciate the opportunity. Of course, of course, sir. And, and listen, like I said before, it's my pleasure to do this. Can you just please do a, a short recap on why you are running for Secretary General? Yes, certainly, Dave. Um, I really see this as an opportunity to give back to the customs community, which has been really central to my formation as a career official. And it's also an opportunity to support at the level of individual countries work that is really central to preserving security and the way of life that we enjoy around the world. We do this at the customs level in the United States. This is an opportunity to, to, to do that at an international level and help everybody improve themselves in a way that makes us all better and safer. Last time we spoke, we talked a little bit about your platforms, the pillars, right? To protect, deliver, evolve, and engage. I'd like to focus on that second pillar today, deliver. Can you talk to me about what it means to you for the World Customs Organization to deliver? So Dave, when I talk about delivery, this pillar is about the WCO helping its members to deliver on the expectations that their societies have, the societies have on customs. And that's namely to provide for security against threats and dangers that present themselves at the border while facilitating the legitimate trade that is really the lifeblood of our global economies. So to, to deliver in this context means having member administrations turn the aspirations and the vision that are represented in the WCO's tools and guidance into the way they actually do business day to day. Now, of course, to do this, WCO has to produce high quality products and make them available, but it also has to provide implementation support. And this means capacity building, training, assistance, other advisory support, really with the goal of helping members that need assistance to transform the theory of WCO products into day-to-day practice. Talking about technology, obviously technology, we're in a, a, you know, a generation of technology. Everything is just run from technology. How do you see technology shaping the ability for the World Customs Organization to deliver in the future? You know, Dave, I think one of the things that you said at the outset is, you know, technology is all around us and in every aspect of our lives, it's a game changer. And this is really no different in the context of customs or the work of the WCO. When I talk about implementation support and capacity building, what they're fundamentally about is exchanging experiences, sharing advice and ideas to help others learn and to help them to be able to execute on what they've been taught. So customs' ability to deliver really depends on education. That's really the core of it. And so if we think about education in general, you know, 20 years ago, who would have imagined that you could get a master's degree or a doctorate degree by purely doing virtual education, doing everything online? That would have been a dream 20 years ago, but it's common now. And so if I take that experience of education generally and move it into the world of the WCO, You know, virtual training and assistance has been a game changer in that community. And these formats are only going to improve. You know, what I think is really important about technology and what makes it a game changer is that it allows the WCO potentially to reach out to more of its members, to reach more people at a lower cost without sacrificing quality. And so we've got 
other tools. We've got virtual training. We've got communities of practice. We have different formats that technology can help us achieve to allow the proper exchange of information and to develop that learning so that theory becomes practice. And so if we have more reach and more learning, we have more implementation. And when we have more implementation, that means the custom system is working better around the world, keeping us safe and facilitating legitimate trade. I like how you bring up that point with, you know, technology and training, right? So we definitely need that training because, you know, we got to make sure that our people, you know, have that proper training and we're investing in our people so we could put them in the best proper place to succeed. If you're elected, what do you ensure that the World Customs Organization is going to continue to deliver on its mission? I think the most important piece of it, Dave, will be to make sure that I continue the commitment that the organization has made to capacity building and all the efforts that are already underway to support the ability of members to implement WCO recommendations, frameworks, and toolkits. But I would also go beyond the continuation of the status quo and look at how do we refine capacity building methods to gauge progress and assess effectiveness and to collect the success stories so that when something is going well, we have stories that can motivate others to replicate good practices. You know, success begets success. People are motivated by that. And so I want to make sure that we, as an organization, refine how we do this work so that we are comfortable that we're doing it really well, that we're focusing on the right things, that we're continually improving, and that we're genuinely seeing as a result of these efforts, member administrations, they're doing their jobs better, keeping the world safe and facilitating legitimate trade. I would also, separate from the programmatic aspects of the WCO, like to position myself as an advocate as members might need with their leadership at home to ensure that customs administrations get sufficient support to make the enhancements in the investments that they need in order to operationalize better practices. And I will always be seeking members' feedback as we look at this. It can't be a static process. We have to be looking at how do we continue to make it better for the sake of making practices better around the world. You bring up a good point, sir. So I, I think having an open mind, we obviously try to lead our people, but we got to listen to our people as well. Get that feedback and having that open door policy where you can be transparent and look at everything in, in, in a different light. Is there anything else that you'd like to mention before we end the show? You know, Dave, I think the, the idea I would leave at this point is that I see the success of the WCO and its members as a function of the good concepts, the recommendations that we already have in place, not just becoming ideas, but becoming the way member administrations genuinely do their work day to day. And success is really about customs delivering on the vision of WCO instruments and being able to communicate the job that it's doing to motivate others across the system to do the job equally well. So delivery helps us satisfy the expectations that the public has of us. It helps preserve the system, but it also, it, it's, the WCO is a critical player in this because it is the knowledge resource from which so much of this practice that we want to see happen flows. We talked about protecting the last time, and that's really about tracking down the right concepts and pursuing the right topics. Delivery is about making sure those topics become the way we do daily business. Thank you, sir. And I know you're going to deliver. 
Well, that's our show for today, everyone. So thank you for tuning in. This is the second podcast of four. So tune in next time for the next episode. Thank you, everybody.